0: Are you ready to talk about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: Actually, there's something I want to talk about first.
0: Oh, dear. This is unexpected.
1: I know I never prompted you. It's a very short nothing. The Oscars are happening tonight. Oh. And given we've had a year of not much, that's yeah. That's I probably fair. will not be commenting on it in any other form apart from this little interlude right now. Have you seen any of the movies? One or two, but you know what? It's just, it's not sparked the imagination this year. It's done nothing for me. And it's not their fault. The films are all of good calibre, but there was just, there wasn't enough out and pandemics affected filming, so there was just, things never happened. So we can now talk about Falcon the Winter Soldier, if you'd like. <laughs> uh,
0: where to begin? We'll do our normal thing, which is just completely unstructured. Just talk about whatever we want. That's simply Scat- like a plan, right?
1: Scatter shot.
0: Yeah, full spoilers. Let's just head full, into full
1: it. Full spoilers. So Captain America and the Winter Soldier <laughs> is is a show about Steve Rogers, two best buds. Yes. Sort of doing their own thing. Not really dealing with the absence of a Captain America. Apart from maybe Sam not wanting to do it.
0: I don't think that's fair. I'd say a lot of the show's about that.
1: Well, no, because they don't have an absence of a Captain America until, apart from, like, the first two, or the first, most of the first episode. They have an absence of a real Captain America. I mean, I don't think they're dealing with the absence of that then. They're dealing with a a false king, you know, an imposter (laughs) to the throne. Uh,
0: this i so for the most part, I enjoyed this show. I think there's some sections of it which I don't I'm not gonna say they're bad, but they're a mess, specifically, I'm talking about the flag smashers. I think everything to do with them is just an absolute mess.
1: yes, the flag the flag smashers are completely mishandled and were made completely just boring nothings. I
0: don't know if they I'd say were... they're boring. I I I I
1: think they have potential, but the way they were executed in this show was nothing but boring to me. It was just yawn, someone to punch. I did not care.
0: Okay, I think we're going to have disagreements there. I think the main thing that I think we're going to disagree on is I think this show should have
1: just been called The Falcon. You thought Bucky was completely superfluous?
0: Yes, I think he was boring. I I think the reason he's there is because they thought we can't just have one or the other. We need both to sell this show. I think that's the only reason he's there i think the show should have just been called the falcon and it should have just been about him
1: i think you're you could be onto something there i think the falcon as as is as what we had before this show came out and the winter soldier good winter soldier not bad i think they're both very nothing characters to be honest with you one's got wings one's got a metal arm as sam said in civil war everyone's got a gimmick Mm mm-hmm I didn't care there's a reason they never got their own films before and we'll go into the future in a little while but they were just there was to me they were both quite boring and I think from a business perspective they've done the safe thing and had them both in it because I think that you needed two of them now arguably this show has a more interesting story to tell for Sam than it does for Bucky but just to sell it I think you needed two of them because I think actually going forward that they're going to have an an Ant-Man and the Wasp relationship and I think you're probably going to see them both in every single encounter that goes forward.
0: Yeah. I I find this show's total avoidance of the word sidekick very funny. Like Especially with, uh, jumping around a bit, with uh, False Captain America and Battlestar. They they carefully never refer to Battlestar as a sidekick. He's always a partner, even though he's very clearly
1: a sidekick.
0: He's the support
1: act. Yes, he is Falcon and/or Winter Soldier when Steve Rogers is around. Exactly, and
0: I mean they're playing with that as a trope, but they just never use the word sidekick because I guess it's
1: I don't know offensive. It's it's demeaning to the character. Yeah, it's demeaning to the character. DC's fine with it, but. But Marvel don't have no boys in tights. Marvel have no boys in tights. There ain't no boy wonders in the MCU. Not even Spider-Man can just be a guy in tights anymore. He has to be a mini Iron Man. They should bring back original comic book Bucky who was like a 12-year-old to follow Captain America around. Little blonde-haired, blue-eyes, domino-mask-wearing kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks like um, He looks like Syndrome at the start of
1: Incredibles. Yeah, he looks like Incrediboy. <laughs> You're right. You know what? I... Because I think that maybe we might agree on this topic a little bit more than I think you thought we were going to. I think we should at least maybe try and give Bucky his dues. I don't think that his story is completely pointless. I liked seeing the exploration. Now, I happen to think this entire series, you could have cut some of the flayly bits off and this could have been quite a tight film script, actually.
0: Yes, I would agree. Unlike, uh, like One Division, kind of
1: only works as a TV show. I think this yeah. one, if you trim some of the fat, could work as a movie. Yeah, I think this very easily could have been a film. Um, I think that One Division, yeah, that had to be a show. You know, they want their Disney Plus content, and it, on the surface of it, give the two sidekicks that were too boring to get their own films, their own action-packed, easily accessible punching show makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, but no, I I quite enjoyed Bucky in the show as or what they were trying to do with him I should say I don't think they went into it enough because you've either got to do Sam's transformation into Captain America and give some social commentary which we'll get into I'm sure yeah. or you've got to deal with Bucky's PTSD which I think arguably the films have also kind of tiptoed around already so I think you couldn't have just kept giving us more of that they, they, they did give us more of it but they didn't focus on it the way they would have focused on Sam's story
0: Yes, they, they get into it in the first episode a little bit and then it kind of just falls to the wayside.
1: Yeah, I think um, the first episode and the second episode when they, because they don't even meet up in the first episode, Sam and no, aren't don't. together. In the second episode they have to get paired up and the psychiatrist is like, right, well, we'll let you go if you do this. And then Zemo kind of has a story with him where he's, you know, he's crossed names off the book and Zemo crosses his own name off the book, we can get mm-hmm. to Zemo. And this, I, think, I think there is a through line, but again it these are both B line characters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then they're 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 trying to elevate Sam to A, but they're yes. still trying to keep they're still trying to keep Bucky at B, which is fine. But when you're trying to do the B to A elevation for Sam, you are going to feel like maybe Bucky's been forgotten about. But I think he's just staring where he is, which is fine. And had they kept this in a film, I think you probably would have been treated largely the same.
0: I think my issue between these two characters is. Cause I actually I agree with you that before this I really didn't have much interest in Falcon or Winter Soldier. They were both Captain America's sidekicks. But I think over the course of this show I grew to really enjoy Sam. I think he's a really interesting character, I really like him. But, but I I never had that same feeling for Bucky, just because I don't think his problems are very relatable or understandable. Like he's got a much more Comic booky sci-fi backstory to him, where he was this brainwashed super soldier assassin, and it's, it's just—it's not that relatable.
1: Oh, that's where I—I th- I think when I mentioned it earlier, I was quite specific. Good guy. P- Post brainwashing Bucky, I think, is quite boring. Mm-hmm. I think all the interesting stuff happened to him when he was. <laughs> When he was evil and yeah. he was killing people, that one scene we got of him in this, where it was a flashback and he killed that guy's son, mm-hmm. that was all great to me. I, I I think that he's a really interesting visual threat for someone. Yes, and I think they also do quite a good. Like apparently he shot he shot Black Widow through the through the torso at one point, and the bullet went right through and. Like they discussed that in Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and he's been like this ghost that's been around and he kind of shows up from time to time but you can never quite you can never quite nail him down. Yes. Or apparently Isaiah Bradley ripped his arm off. Um Hell, yeah he did. But you know, he's always this kind of come and go person in time and he always is mm-hmm. deadly executor. And I think that's quite interesting. But this good good Bucky that's always tra- traumas trauma kind of it's happened to him and now he's in recovery I mean, mode. I'm like ah Yeah, they care.
0: could've Like you say, if they gave him more time, it might have worked better. I think the other issue is, he's really a character that works best in opposition to Captain America, Steve Rogers. Like, that's where the main drama is of that character. And they would need to do something more with him to make him interesting on his own.
1: When you say in opposition to, how do you
0: mean? Not just in opposition to, but like... That relationship is well, kind of core to all three of the Captain America movies, two, right? Two so. men
1: sort of lost in time that were separated yeah. and reunited. and Yeah, I suppose they have like a special bond where they kind of get each other, but they kind of can't relate to anyone else. But now you've taken one person out of that relationship. He's just a guy now. Yes, exactly. And the lost in time aspect we already dealt with for Steve Rogers. I don't really want yeah. to have to watch him. Um, Bucky go and catch up on Star Wars and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean they don't really they don't play that element up really at all. To be honest,
1: no, they do have a line about the troublemaker soundtrack.
0: They have a, and they have a joke about how he brings flowers
1: to a date. And it's, okay, yeah, how old fashioned? Very old yeah. fashioned. I did like I did like a line where um Sam calls him Gandalf and he's like or a, a Bucky calls Sam Gandalf or something and he's like, how do you know what Lord of the Rings is? and he's like, oh, I read it back in the nineteen thirties because it's an old book. <laughs> I, yeah, I got a laugh. Ooh. Yeah, but...
0: Uh, I mean, really, this show is... It's a Captain America origin story.
1: No, So you think this is a good Captain America origin? Well, I, I
0: don't... I, I, it's a decent Captain America origin, but that's clearly what it is. It's a Captain America origin story.
1: Do you think when we next see Captain America, Sam Wilson on screen, this show's going to matter an ounce? <sighs>
0: Okay, well, you're talking about Cats in America 4, which was announced right after the show ended, basically. Yeah. Which, it's not been confirmed, but we're assuming it's starring Sam Wilson as Cats in America. I hope yeah. that is.
1: it is. It is. That, that, every, it's, got, it's got the showrunner from Falcon the Winter Soldier doing the story for it, so it's one of the scriptwriters. They haven't announced the director yet, but um, some people want it to be the lady who directed all the episodes of this show. And it looked fairly cinematic, so that'll be fine. It would definitely be a Sam Wilson Captain America film. I think we know that much at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I, I think that Disney Plus. You're you're of the opinion that TV doesn't matter at all to the movies. I I think that the Disney Plus shows they are making them more prevalent. They're they're definitely
1: more cinematic at the very least. They are now. I I I'll I'll, I'll I'll make some distinctions, shall I say. I think the TV slash Netflix shows do not matter. Not, yes. And I don't mean that in terms of they have no value. We quite enjoy them quite a bit. But I think for Marvel Studios proper, making the MCU, they don't. The Disney Plus shows, I think, matter more. But I think were you to go and sit in the cinema and watch Doctor Strange 2 or watch Captain America 4, they might do some slight references to these shows in a way that the movies have previously never referenced, TV or Netflix shows. And, you know, they might kind of allude to something that happened, but I think that were you to go from Avengers Endgame right into Captain America 4, this show won't be necessary to you because you saw Steve Rogers hand the shield to Sam so you can just assume that he took up the mantle and there should be no questions asked about oh, did he have a struggle about taking it? You know, taking up the mantle, and you can go. Well, yes, here's this show, but it's not necessary. You can just assume that the the shield was handed over there, and there was no drama in between. You know, it's not mm-hmm. going it's not going to be a big hubbub, and I think that's where these shows are going to lie. They're nice detours, very nice detours, very welcome detours, but you're not missing anything if you had to skip them.
0: Well, the thing is, um, in terms of a direction for a movie with Sam Wilson, Cats in America, I don't, I don't know his villains. I I
1: I can't tell you. Apparently, his comic book crumb wasn't very good.
0: Hmm. Well, that's good to know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I I think that could maybe lead the MCU up to making more. They can adapt stories more. Yeah. You know, they can do their own thing. But
0: uh, I mean, clearly, they have some sort of plan for a uh, for John Walker, U.S. agent.
1: The Dark Avengers. Avengers. I, don't know
0: I um. He seems he's more related to this kind of Captain America type stuff, though. So, in terms of movie plans, I could see them bringing him in back in for a movie. I don't rule it out. I don't mean like a movie starring him, but as
1: part of the next Captain America film. I think he's very much going to stay on Disney Plus. I don't know. I'm not seeing him necessarily. I, I, I I'm not against him showing up in the films, but he's very much a. To me, he's a bit piece. I don't really think he's going to be that like when we watch Captain America 4 I'm not going to be scratching my chin going well, "Who's how's Johnny Walker feeling about this what's he doing in his US agent uniform and uh, Val, the lady who we're not supposed to call Val I don't think she's necessarily got movie bound ideals Like he clearly is working for her so if he shows up he must be working in her sphere of influence somewhere and I think she's very rooted in building something going for TV or Disney Plus rather. I think you can Well, to me I can see plants where this path is going to the big screen, Sam Wilson. And this mm-hmm. path is going to be the through line for more Disney Plus content.
0: Well, uh Contessa Valentina De Fontaine is supposed to be in Black Widow, right? That is a wonderful
1: name. It's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> that wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- it was speculated that perhaps she was supposed to have debuted in Black Widow. Do not know much in what context, but in Black Widow somehow, and that this her show up in this would be more of a hoo moment. So if it does, it
0: it feels that way because he just does kind of just appear out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Now, if that's true, maybe what I'm saying might be proven to be a little bit like hold less water, shall we say? Now, apparently, there was supposed to be another post. Cause did you notice the post credit scene at the end of the show felt a little bit lackluster? Not bad, but just a bit meh.
0: I did notice that, yeah. It was, uh, uh, Sharon Carter is so boring in this show, and really in most of the movies, too. I just I,
1: I, I just don't care. So, well, I happen to think that that post credit scene is going to lead into Armor Wars, you know, experimental tech and stuff run amok some Iron Man tech, you know, and rodie has got a circuit. Sure, okay. But th- I think there was supposed to be another post-credit scene that would have... You know, you get, sometimes you get the exciting post-credit and the lesser exciting post-credit. And this was the lesser mm-hmm. one. The more exciting one, I think, was supposed to be Florence Pugh from Black Widow. Ah, uh, and they cut it. And she was supposed to be showing up at the raft or something for the Thunderbolts mm-hmm. thing that's happening. Or not confirmed to be happening, but all, all roads lead. And, um, yeah, I think they cut it because... The, the Black Widow film just hasn't come out yet and the release orders were flipped. It may mm-hmm. still show up at the end of Black Widow, though we, we may end up with yeah. a couple of post-credits scenes at the end of Black Widow. And we might, so we might see more Zemo, you know? Because, well, we're definitely seeing more Zemo, but I mean in, in the post-credits yes. scene it'll be between her and Zemo, potentially. Maybe Thunderbolt Ross, who knows. So I, th- I think we're we're going places with, with these characters. One led for TV and one led for the big screen. There was another rumour that Chris Evans had a scene that got cut, but I don't think that's true.
0: No, I mean, it wouldn't have shocked me if we got an old man Steve Rogers cameo, but I'm also not shocked we didn't get one, because you know, he's done, he he doesn't want to do the movies anymore, so... Oh, well, Chris
1: Evans is supposed to be coming back to the you remember that? Didn't he then announce on Twitter that that, that was news to him, He yeah, was actually yeah, just yeah, made up bullshit? Yeah, yeah, no, he said news to him. Listen, actors lie see if it's if it's like supposed to be like a bigger deal they'll flat out lie about it they're protecting their film you know like tom holland said to the best of his knowledge there's no multiverse shenanigans going on in spider-man no way home before the title was announced but we already knew that um, alfred molina was coming back and Jamie fox was coming back but he was like no mm-hmm. he just lied
0: i don't know i don't i don't believe that chris evans is back at least not for any kind of major role.
1: Well, I think he's gonna kinda do what Tony Stark had been doing for a while after Iron Man Three. Like he showed up in Homecoming, you know? He, he showed up in Civil well, War. It's not it's not his I show. Don't,
0: I don't know much about the uh the Sam Wilson Cats in America run, but I know that old man Steve Rogers is in it as like a mentor figure, I think. Yeah. So they might do something like that. I don't I don't know though, because if they were gonna do that, I think he would have showed
1: up in this show. Well, I happen to think that um, after one division come out and thoroughly whipped everyone's expectations into shape, I I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he didn't, because everyone was so everyone was so certain Doctor Strange, including me, including me, mm-hmm. everyone was so certain Doctor Strange was going to show up at the end of this to take us into multiverse of madness, and it would still have made sense. But I think the shows have thoroughly whipped the expectations. If he isn't going to show up. Or maybe curtailing some of the triple A level actors yeah. and characters out they're, of the Disney like, We're not
0: doing mad cameos in every single show, calm down. Yeah. You get you get you get one scene with Don Cheadle in this show and then you're done.
1: Yeah, and even he's not triple A, you know yeah. area. You know, he's he's one of the sidekicks. You'll get you'll get an Evan Peters, that's what you get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get you get your uh, Ralph Boner. You get your other um uh, Dora Maji Lady. Yeah, you, you not don't, the main one. The you, other one. You, yeah, you don't get the main one. You don't get um, Okoye. You don't get Michonne from The Walking Dead.
0: You get Ayo, uh, I think is her name. Ayo,
1: yeah, so something like that. Yeah, who was in Civil War? You know, she she was in Civil she War. She was. And she's, Okoye wasn't.
0: she's. She's. She's an even more silly character than Falcon and Winter Soldier. She's just also there in every scene.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Like she doesn't really get voice lines; she's just there.
1: They brought back the French bodybuilder man. He was in this show, and he was like, "I'm just here to kill the Falcon" in the last episode, and he, he was in the start the first episode as well.
0: Oh, you confuse. I wouldn't have described him as a bodybuilder. He's more of just like an athlete type guy. Oh
1: yeah, and I think, I think in the real in, in our world outside the film industry, he's a bodybuilder. He he was he was also in the Winter Soldier, so he's like.
0: I know. I remember he has a fight with uh with Captain America.
1: Yeah, so he's. He, you know, they, they break the he's he's the level of the Wakandan guard lady that they brought back. You know. Yes. <laughs> She's just sometimes there. That's the bit. That's the job.
0: Let's get back to Sharon Carter and um her her non-story. You know, you remember when we were talking about One Division? We talked about why is um why is Monica Ramble in that show? Yeah. That's exactly how I feel about Sharon Carter in this show. Her presence in this show just feels like set up for things in the future.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. I also think it's just because people were like, hey, isn't she on the run? Isn't she? I actually forgot. We spoke about this when the episodes were airing. I forgot she was also now a terrorist. I I thought she just kind of gave the shield and the wings to them when they were on the run and then they were kind of being like oh, no, I don't know who stole them and I thought she just went back to living <laughs> her life I forgot that she was, I remember that scene I just did not know that the fallout from that and I know there's actually a line about it but I just must have missed it I... See,
0: the thing is, what the only thing I remember about that scene is the completely romantic list cut kiss scene that was in there that's all i remember from that scene because it was weird
1: yeah romances and kisses like that and there's multiple other things throughout the mcu that do it where you're like i wonder how much of this really is planned because they talk about how the mcu's got a big grand plan and i'm like i don't i don't know i don't i don't know because because peggy carter was you know the love interest and you're kissing her niece
0: yeah it's weird Yes, but everything to do with her and the power broker and just Madripoor in general—it's just all—it feels so out of place in this show. Like it didn't fit at all. It was weird. It was a weird diversion from the plot.
1: Madripoor like an X-Men locale, so I think that might have been that might be set up for maybe some mutant shenanigans. You see a bar in like an establishing shot. That's a bar that Wolverine likes to go. So I, th- I think we might see more Madripoor in future. Uh, Sharon Carter, that the character who she inhabited that could have been anyone literally yes the, i agree it's yes. in, in the context of the show it was obviously going to be sharon Carter, but yeah if they hadn't decided to cast um this actor i can't remember her name van camp I think emily so van camp yeah, yeah something mm-hmm. like that if, if they, could, they could have put anyone in this role and i think the show would have been the same unless they have wider plans for this character and it's got to be someone you know kyle it, it can't be it can't be a new person well, that was the thing. As soon as they are like, who is the Shadow Broker? And they left it a mystery. It's like, oh, it's Sharon Carter. There's
0: no, there literally no one else it could be. It could have been Donchill. <laughs> could have been Zemo. I don't know. But,
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't you, Zemo calls the Shadow Broker he at one point.
0: Well, what, we're calling it the Shadow Broker now. <laughs> Which is what I was about to say. Um, It could be a Shadow Broker situation where she killed the previous... Power broker and became the new power broker.
1: Ah, I forgot there's a Mass Effect one. Yeah, Shadow Broker. Yeah, uh, that's 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 um, that's some hardwire stuff because I do that all the time with other things. Something <laughs> broker. I'm like this. This is Shadow Broker, right? No, yeah. Uh, power... It's just it's such a good name, the Shadow Broker. It just sticks in your head more than anything else. The Power Broker
0: is boring. Shadow Broker. To me, Ooh, Power, per- power got Broker
1: seems like someone in Agents of Shield that like leaks out detergent <laughs> crystals to people. <laughs> it does sound like an agent of shield villain it's like it's the power broker I can hear Clark Gregg saying it really sternly we got to get the power broker he's got plans Kyle because <laughs> everyone in that show has like a has a codename they love codenames in that show they do they do and we love watching them for it Um, <laughs> but but not in this show because we know who it is but yeah I think, I think a lot of it was set up I think it was all for that post credit scene where she's allowed back into the country and She's now, she's still a baddie, you know, but she's, or I don't even know if she's a baddie. She's some, she does the right thing, but she's also doing lots of bad things. She's like the opposite of an anti-hero, like an anti-villain.
0: Yeah, she's just boring.
1: She. I, I don't know. She like no, Because like an anti-hero is like a baddie that does good stuff. Mm-hmm. Or reluctantly does good stuff. Then like an anti-villain would be like a goodie that does bad stuff.
0: See, I think what they're I think what they're trying to do is like she's like a fallen hero, right? Because in in Winter Soldier and Civil War she was a good guy, and now she's like, I don't give a shit, I'm gonna leak government secrets, but she just she just feels like a different character.
1: That's why I think this is going into um Armor Wars, because she's like, I'll sell yeah. all these experimental high tech gadgety gadgets, and it'll all be Stark Tech.
0: Yeah. And the reveal that, yeah, she was behind funding of Super Soldier Serum and stuff like this.
1: It's just... uh, eh. Like, weren't you just... Weren't you Peggy Carter's niece? Weren't you?
0: Yeah. Weren't you just, like, a CIA agent?
1: Yeah, weren't you dealing with anti-terrorism in Germany? Like, come on.
0: Yeah, it's... Where'd you
1: you get all this power? Power broker?
0: Let's move on to something more fun. Let's talk about Zemo.
1: Zemo. the, The highlight of this show, Kyle.
0: It's it's weird, isn't it? But yeah, he has he has a ball of charm, that Daniel Brill.
1: Yeah, and he got to remember what he did in Civil War, and you're like, oh, you're yeah. not nice at all.
0: <laughs> you pull off this, this
1: thing. you killed you, you, you killed King T'Chaka.
0: Well, look, as we revealed in Black Panther, King T'Chaka was kind of an asshole. So
1: he was flawed, well, but I don't th- I, but I don't think he deserved the death sentence. Yeah, so I was speaking to a friend, and she was like. Ah, uh, yeah, no, Zemo's great. We love Zemo. And I'm like, yeah, Zemo's great. Watch a Civil War. I, I find it strange, and I think properties do this sometimes where they just completely forget. Like, Fast and the Furious has done it, or you just, like, well, I guess it's Fast and the Furious. What do you expect? But you just you turn people who were straight up villains in previous films, that was the whole thing, mm-hmm. into just heroes, and everyone's like, yeah, we're fine with it. Or they do lip I service mean... to not being fine with it, but they're fine it's... with it.
0: It's, it's the Loki thing, right? Where in, 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 um, in the first Avengers, they're like, he killed 90 people in four days. And then in all the movies afterwards, he's just kind of, he's just a brother that hangs around with Thor. I
1: I don't even think that's necessarily that true in, with Loki. like I mean, he definitely did bad stuff, right? But we've never seen that other characters have to be put in a situation where they've got to work with him, except Thor, which I can sort of that's work true. with because yeah. it's his brother. And yeah. also he knows not to trust them the whole time. They sort of play up. I think Loki Loki, is like an exception to the case where it's a very fine line. There's mm-hmm. one scene where it doesn't work where uh, in Thor Ragnarok when they go to find where Odin is and they're standing outside his old folks' home and it's rubble and somebody takes a yeah. selfie with Thor and they're like, we're sorry, Jane dumped you it, and Loki's just kind of standing there. And standing like, there. Like, you know, he... He's the... He destroyed your city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You? I mean, they may have not seen him, they may have not had any press coverage. I imagine press helicopters were shot down, they may have not seen his face. It, it, it can kind of work if you want it to, but I think that's the one scene where it kind of falls into like a Zemo situation where you kind never of supposed to forget who the hell he is. But I think, yeah, but then then Doctor Strange kidnaps him, so <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine, oh great film! But you know, I think Loki work, works that fine line, but I think Zemo, strangely, were just supposed to forget about it. We're like, no, oh, Zemo, you're great, we're gonna upload. The Zemo I mean cup. you say
0: that, but also there is a whole side plot with the Doramage trying to find him, so we're not really supposed to
1: forget it. But then we're supposed to not like the Dormalage. And I pronouncing? I thought it was the Doromaje, is it the Dormalage? Dormalage. Oh okay. Dormalage. Okay. I don't really pronounce the A though, I just say dormelage I I do I like Zemo. I, I do. Like I, I even though I'm bitching about it. I still cheer and hand wave and like it. You know, I watched the Zemo cut on YouTube, Kyle. I watched the one-hour <laughs> loop of him dancing, you know, in, in, uh, in the standard vision.
0: Like I say, like, Daniel Bruehle, he's just so charismatic. He's just so
1: charming. You just, you can't help but love him. Cannot help but love him. That's true. That's true. And I'm happy we're seeing even much Even when it's like,
0: you know, even though it, it was very clear in Civil War that I was just some random soldier, I was actually secretly a baron this whole time. <laughs> It's fine. I he can, has a cool
1: coat now. I can see it. Did right? you see that coat? I saw the coat. It's a great coat. I am fine with him being a secret baron. Like you know, you get like your count Dooku's of the world, or in the real world, you get your prince, your Prince Williams and Prince Andrews or Prince whoever or Prince Harry that does military service. You mm-hmm. know, and it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. He is, however, I've said this a couple of times, but I've not think I've actually had the discussion with people about it. He is Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> he has an old man butler. He's a private jet. He's got a thing against super enhanced beings. He wants mm-hmm. to make them go away. He thinks they're fundamentally he bad. He kills people. And he's just quite a dire character. And he's you know really, really rich, but he also fights super people, you know? He's, he's Ben Affleck's Batman. He hates Superman. He hates Captain yeah. America. He's the same person.
0: And I, I do think I, I I like those conversations in the show. I think they're interesting where they're like, oh people are inspired by superheroes and that's that's bad because it leads them to be complacent and things. And I do like that he never there's a scene where he finds um the
1: Super uh, Soldier Serum?
0: He finds Carly and she's got the super soldier and there's a second where it's like, oh, he's going to take the super soldier serum I and he's going to betray his values, but nope, he just stomps on them. <laughs> I like that. It's like, yep, he's, he's, got, he's on a mission.
1: He, he holds true to himself. He doesn't like simp yeah. out at the first opportunity where he's like, no, I could actually be one of these people. He's like, no, these are like, he's, he's true. Like he's, if you don't agree with him, he's at least respectable. Yeah. Yeah, and you just you just forget the part where he bombed the UN. <laughs> we forget. Ah, oh, it's fine, Kyle. It's fine. Yeah. He also killed all the Winter Soldiers in Civil War that were in the. Yes, tubes. he did. And he and he and he made Iron Man
0: fight Captain America. He might
1: be one of the most consistent characters in the MCU.
0: Um, yeah, and he's he's fun. But the scene where he's dancing and he doesn't know how to dance—it really is. It's just—it's just great.
1: I do get um, it's the best part of the episode. I do get. Harry Osborne vibes though, with like he's he's got a butler that's clearly above the age of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> like it's sort it's sort of cruel to have this old man working for you. When he showed up at the end of the show, by the way, I forgot who he was. So did
0: I. I was like, oh, is this like a new self I was, for a yeah, villain? I was like And oh. then it cut to I and mean, then it cut to see I was like, oh right, it's his butler. Oh, it's okay. The butler.
1: Yeah, I was I was like, who's this old guy wearing the big thick white gloves? Yes. You put a plant in there where one of the SWAT guards is like, you know, one world or whatever. And he's like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I believe in you. And I thought it was weird editing because I thought they were trying to give the... They weren't trying to, but I think the editing gave the implication that that guy was also somehow part of the bombing because it was so quick
0: I yeah, I thought maybe that was the case too, but I don't. It it, could,
1: it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't really matter. I happen to, I happen to think that he's not part of the bombing. I think the butler done it and solely done it alone. But it was just such mm-hmm. a weird edit. I was like, you gonna say the SWAT person. I was like, I believe. Yeah, we'll you're... Get, you we'll get die. back to that bombing later because that that scene actually made me laugh out loud. Right. Okay. If we can get back to it. <laughs> um, what do you what do you think of um, the outfits that they had in the show, Kyle? Costume? I love the costume design in this show. I think it's great. You think you think. You think Bucky's little little blue leather jacket's great with the ripped off sleeve?
0: I do. I like it. I like. I like that they leaned in more on comic bookiness. I especially like Falcon's outfit for most of the show.
1: Like I like that red. it's. Yeah, because
0: Falcon's outfit for most of the films looks kind of terrible.
1: Yeah, like in Winter Soldier, he's just in a t-shirt and with a flight suit on with a flight. Yeah, but for
0: from. For the Avengers films, he has this weird, like, dark gray armor type deal going on, and it's it, 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 it's, it's it a, looks su- nasty. It's, it's, a,
1: it's an, I don't think it looks nasty. It's such a nothing outfit. though. It's very tactical. I I, I was fine with it, but again, he was a sidekick. Yeah. If he's going to front his own show, he needs to glam up a little bit, which is fair.
0: And the show they bring in his actual like comic book colors. And I I think it looks great. I I really love his Captain America look. Actually, I think they pulled it off really well. I think it looks great.
1: I like it. To a point, I'm surprised how comic <laughs> book accurate it is. I think I like it's great. I like that. My favorite Captain America uniform from the MCU is the Bunter Soldier one, which is like the dark yes, blue with the, with the star with the star and the stripes going across the shoulders.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: like that for Sam's Captain America outfit. They brought that in, the chi- mm-hmm. but they also kept the Captain America um, bars going vertically on the on the um, tort- in the lower torso. Yes. Which uh, which is, like, the best of both worlds. It's, like, two suits coming together. And they kept the white, cause I think the white is um, iconic. That's clothes. his colour, yeah. color. And I get why he's got the neck brace. But see, like, the goggles? See, mm-hmm. there's a shot where you look at it face forward at the end of the... They look movie. a bit too high up in his face. <laughs> no, what, yeah, but it looks like he's wearing, like, lady cat eye glasses. <laughs> Like, he's got, like, the tinted red frames and in the white, I know it's technically strapping round his head, but because mm-hmm. it's sort of bulky at the outer side of the eye, from certain perspectives, I know it's an optical illusion. It looks like it's just flat on his face, like he's wearing these big, flamboyant drag queen <laughs> spectacles. And I'm like, oh, that... that, get that impression, I'll but... I'll, send, I'll send you a picture of it, right, when we're done recording. Okay. Um, And you can just... It, from... A lot of angles, it's fine, and I think the suit ideal looks great, but it's one of those suits where if you film it in a certain way, it can look rather unfortunate. Mm. But I think the suit looks fantastic, more or less. I do think him flying and having a shield seems a bit, how can you effectively use all of these things? And I think the show went out of its way to try and prove that you can, but I'm like, I don't know, I yeah. think you're going to forget about the shield a lot of, this, a lot of the time.
0: I think he used it pretty well. I, the, the, I really, I think the show had some pretty good action in it. I really like the opening scene where when he's flying all about and stuff like that. I thought that went on maybe a bit, went on a I, bit too yeah. long, but I, I, you have to establish that Falcon is actually a badass because the movies do a terrible job of establishing that.
1: Can I tell you something I'm sick of?
0: What are you sick of?
1: Flight sequences going through desert canyons.
0: See that, I was like, is that the same desert canyon from an independent state?
1: From Independence Day, <laughs> from uh, Top Gun, from the Phantom Menace pod racing, speeding through desert canyons. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate, I, I don't know why. I cannot give you coherent vocabulary to quite explain it. Before, eh? It's just been done before,
0: It's just commonplace.
1: I love Star Wars, I hate pod racing, I love Top Gun. Uh-huh. I'm so fed up with Bloody Desert Canyon. Independence Day is all right. I, I hate Bloody Desert Canyon flight montage fights. Not even <laughs> montages, just action sequences. I'm just so done with it, Kyle. And I, Maybe that's why I don't like that initial fight sequence as much as you do, because for some reason I hate Desert Canyon fights.
0: I mean, I also I really like the action scene at the end where he's like contacting the senator lady who can fly the, the helicopter and they have to time it right. I thought that was all really fun. So I don't, I think they do cool stuff with
1: the, with the flying and the show. Can I can I notice something by the way about she's like you know you put your earbuds in. Mm-hmm. So the 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 lady in question she has an iPhone. Yes. And I noticed that the clone never got like brand approval to say AirPods. Mm-hmm. Put put your you're, you're using an iPhone. Why not say AirPods? You know put, you know, <laughs> put your earbuds in. <laughs> uh, see, I I didn't pick up on that one. I was like, "There's no somebody. Somebody didn't want to get that brand approval, you know." Chris Evans has quite a sleeker swimmer's build to him, like he. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, um, Sam Wilts, Sam Wilson, uh, oh, Wyatt Russell. Shit! No, uh. Ah.
0: Oh, Anthony Mackie! Anthony
1: Mackie, Jesus Christ! Oh, that was bad. Um, Anthony Mackie feels like he's got more of like a boxer's build to him, where I mm-hmm. think he's he's a bit more broad. So I, I I think that that you know you you had you definitely had to give him like a redesign costume. I know comic book's accuracy, but I'm just amazed how comic book accurate his his design is. Whereas I like it. you know uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, outfit, he's had like five.
0: Yes, I mean, I'm sure they'll change it somewhat for the next scene because they always do, but uh, I like it so
1: what do you think of u s agents outfit or uh, we'll say we'll say uh, Johnny Walker's um first captain America outfit that was blue before going to black
0: i I really like it. I think they did a great job of making a captain America suit that reads as i I, I don't want to say corporate because it's not corporate, but it feels um
1: I think it's very it corporate. feels
0: made by a committee. <laughs>
1: If you know what yeah, I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Like, I, I suppose corporate would have lots of brand sponsorships on it. Captain America brought yeah. to you by Doritos.
0: He feels like a government Captain America, which is why yes, he, he feels designed in a lab.
1: Yeah, which is I ironic think. because that's exactly what Steve Rogers initially was. <laughs> it's true,
0: but he, he, yeah, he feels like a piece of propaganda.
1: Yeah, uh huh. They even, they've even like remember there was there was an era, once upon a time. If you were doing like, like t- in a show, if a character was doing like an interview on TV, it would be some fake news service. Yes, we're way past that now. This is this isn't you know CBN news. This is mm-hmm. this is just Good Morning America because we own the property. It's Disney. We own we own Good Morning America. That's we business. own everything. Yeah, I mean, you could say the UKs maybe been doing it for a bit longer because in Doctor Who it was always the BBC broadcast you would see because. You know, yes. the BBC would own Doctor Who in the BBC, obviously, news. But now it's not some fake news service, it's, it's the official one.
0: No fake
1: news in the MCU. No fake news in the MCU. <laughs> no local broadcaster from an unspecified brand. It's Good Morning America. This is where we're interviewing our new Captain America. Let's
0: let's pivot to just talking about John Walker, shall we? Because I yeah. I <laughs> When you say like, it sounds like you like the character. I don't like him. He's kind of a a psychopath castle, but I think he's a really interesting character. I think in terms of what they could have done with this show, I think he's maybe the most interesting part of
1: it. I'm really happy they didn't make him a white supremacist. (laughs) It, (laughs) It would have been so easy for them to just make him a white supremacist and then write him off. But there's clearly still want us to be wrestling with it somewhat. I think he's quite a tragic person because they clearly tell us that you know he's he's great and he's medal of honor and he kept the medal of honor on the inside of his fake tinny shield um, <laughs> instead of like putting it on the front to like show his credentials. Like the medal of honor was for him yeah. to look at, you know, it was to remind him of who he is or who he thinks he is, the ideals that he's striving to be, even though he's not perfect. And he killed a man. Um, yes. By the way, that that shot is powerful
0: I, I i thought it was a wee bit on the nose
1: <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed it but i i i find the character of john walker to be incredibly interesting and quite real i don't know if that makes any yes. sense he I, I, never felt he wasn't he wasn't comic booky which is I, ironic uh,
0: yeah i i think in terms of what the show is trying to say about like Symbols and stuff like that. He's obviously a very important part of it because Just like what I was talking about the suit He's he's like a guy that was picked because he fits the Captain America stereotype, right? That's that's why he was and I think part of the casting plays into that as well, which I may talk about But you know, he's a he's an honored soldier. He's a special forces kind of guy. He's blonde He's been studied for his
1: For his prowess for some reason, because he's amazing and nobody quite knows why he's so good.
0: Yeah, he's he was picked because he kind of looks like Steve Rogers. And I think that's uh that's very much part of the show.
1: Which is strange, because I think he looks nothing like Steve Rogers when he's got the mask on, actually, I think he looks like the old man from up.
0: (laughs) I think not not like he doesn't look exactly like him, but he's another—he's another like strong,
1: blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. They would, right? yeah, they would so. exist in the same vertical. Yeah.
0: Yes, he's—he's he's very much the uh, the 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 platonic idea of Captain America. Yeah. And I think something these shows have all these shows and these movies have always tried to do, and I think somewhat failed to do, is separate the idea of
1: Captain America from the U.S. government. I think that was I think that was intrinsically a big part of Steve Rogers' character arc.
0: I agree, but um also context is for losers and no one cares. Like you remember when Civil War came out and it's like, Oh Iron Man and Captain America they're on the wrong side, it's because he's Captain America and he should be on the government side and it's like that's not his character though. <laughs> that's never been his character.
1: I don't think anyone really was
0: arguing that were they? Yes, that was, that was the argument at the time, I remember.
1: I mean, I was, I was Team Iron Man for that film. I have the limited edition Team Iron Man sleeve for that film and the poster, because I saw it IMAX. But I, I think, but you know, Steve Rogers, for people who don't know anything about characters, Steve Rogers' character arc was, he went from the Star Spangled Man with a plan, he was Mr. America, he was the US front against the fascists. Then mm-hmm. in Winter Soldier, he is... Questioning the system, and he's saying, You know, this isn't freedom with the uh, you know, stopping attacks before they happen with the helicarriers and their world yeah. tracking surveillance things. Like, this isn't freedom, this is wrong. He's like, At all, he's, he's like fighting the system that he's a part of because he's still part mm-hmm. of it. And to Civil War, he's directly against the system, he is the he is the fugitive. I know he can get yes. made a fugitive by Hydra at the end of Winter Soldier, but again, that was Hydra. But yeah, he, he, it's the end of Civil War, Who reads the right-left That's his arc up and over, you know? And going yeah. from the, he is the institution in the first film to he is against the institution by the end of the third one.
0: Yeah, um, I, see, I agree with everything you're saying, but I think your average audience just never picks up on that from my understanding. It's like some people just can't separate the idea of because he's Captain America, he's a representative of the US government. And I think even in this show, they play directly into that because... John Walker, Captain America, is actually an agent of the U.S. government.
1: Yeah, oh, like he isn't an Avenger; he's just a member of the U.S. government.
0: Yes, um, and you know, he does he does the bad, and it drives him insane.
1: He rest, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: And, and even even you have the scene of, for like five minutes, Sam Wilson yelling at a bunch of US senators. Live <laughs> on, on TV. Live on TV. And even then I'm still seeing people saying that the show is like pro-US government because he became Captain America. It's like, did you not watch the goddamn show?
1: I think it's quite a patriotic show, but at the same time I think it's not necessarily a government propaganda show because patriotism can be at odds with the government
0: well that is that's that's been a conflict of of cats in america for a while now because it's not it's not the best time in politics to be very u.s patriotic you know
1: yes uh-huh. and
0: that's something that the character just kind of they don't really directly address it. i'd say they direct really address it more in this show than they ever did with uh
1: we th- this, this show felt very explicitly political, whereas the other ones yes. were more kind of walking on thin ice of making it political.
0: Well, they have the scene that everyone seems to think was cringy, but I love where uh, Sam Wilson gets racially profiled by the cops.
1: That was an interesting scene. It was de- it definitely t- it took me out of the show, actually. I'm not saying that's it took bad. Of the,
0: it took me out of the Marvel Universe because it's like, this is so much
1: more real than anything they've ever done in the MCU. <laughs> well, yeah, it was It was certainly... Um, it was a moment. I actually found yeah. the stuff with Isaiah Bradley more powerful.
0: Yeah, I really the stuff, stuff with, with Isaiah Bradley. St- where
1: Sam Wilson gets racial profiled by a police officer. I think that was more contemporary. But I think the, yes. the more powerful stuff was the Isaiah Bradley stuff by far.
0: Yes, where they're they're talking about like, like black people being erased from history and their contributions being ignored and things like this.
1: Hey, his grandson, by the way, Patriot and the Young Avengers. <laughs> oh. So yeah, all these you know, all, all roads are leading there. No, yes, yeah, I, th- I thought that stuff was great with Isaiah Bradley. I was, um, I I was wondering if we were going to see a flashback with him. They kept because the actor who plays Isaiah Bradley, uh, he ain't gray. He's but, yeah, I know. Yeah. I saw that. Uh-huh. Um, I I, th- I thought they specifically cast him and aged him up for this show, so they could then show mm-hmm. things with him being a younger version.
0: I thought when he was telling his, his backstory, I thought they were getting cut to a flashback, and then they just never
1: did. So did high and there was a couple of moments where I thought they were going to do that, and never happened. And I, but the thing is, he I think the reason he might have not done it is because I think people might have been expecting him to have like a 1950s 60s Captain America uniform but he, he wouldn't have because he was not no, he Captain was, America he was just somebody who yeah, was experimented he was, on he was, he was a dirty little secret yeah uh, he, he was he was never like a star spangled man um, I do. I, I
0: think it, it might be more powerful the flashback because what they're doing there is his story of rescuing his fellow soldiers it's the exact same thing from the first Captain America right yeah, where he uh, goes against his orders but instead of coming then, back
1: then, to our hero's welcome and everyone says give up Captain America he's being arrested and taken away to prison but yeah, and lied. I
0: think, I think it, I mean it still works with him just telling the story because the actor who plays him is great. Yeah, I think he's one of the best in the show. Yeah, uh, just being this old, bitter, just hates the world guy for everything that that it's done to him. Yeah, and he the way he portrays that emotion I think is really great. But I, I think it it would have worked well with a flashback too.
1: Yeah, and people seem to be clamoring out for that. I wonder if we're done with Isaiah Bradley. I wonder if we'll see more.
0: I The show kind of wraps up his story, which, and I think it kind of wraps up in a bit of a. I don't think it works great, where he takes him to the back room of the museum where he's got a statue you now. It's like, is that really what this character wants? I don't think it I, is. You I,
1: I he, he, he talk about being erased from history, and this cements him in history. He isn't being erased. I think that was really important, and he like, breaks down in tears. I thought it was actually quite reminiscent of in Doctor Who, where they take um, Van Gogh to the Van Gogh Museum. <laughs> Yeah, but then they reveal that Van Gogh still killed himself. So well, yeah, but I, I th- I'm not saying that's to be a direct comparison, but there can be similarities to a point, like you know, yeah. like, he, like it meant so much to him that what he was doing wasn't all for nothing, like it it meant something. I suppose it's a, oh. I I thought it was all great, and I think you're possibly right that we are done with him, but what a character. <laughs> I want, I want yeah. to see more. I
0: yeah, I think he was great. Um, I, the scene where he's like, "No self-respecting black man would ever be Captain America." I think it's a great scene. I think it's really, it's really saying something. And even though he does become Captain America anyway, I think it, I think that viewpoint is really important to express in the show.
1: What I think was good about that is that I think it made Sam's stuff more powerful later. Like that statement yes. was used to the point where he is going to do it anyway in spite of these reasons because yes, he wants to live up to the ideals of that country, which is why I think it's an incredibly patriotic show for America.
0: Yes. It's patriotic to the concept of America as opposed to the government of America. The, pra- which the is, <laughs> Yes. It's a fine line to walk, which, I, and I, again, I don't think most general audiences pick up on. I think there's a lot of people who don't make that separation and I understand why, because he's a guy wearing the
1: American flag, right? <laughs> so Are you saying there's a lot of idiot viewers that just watch people punching each other? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, oh, you? By God, Kelly, you would never suggest such a thing. <laughs> Man needs punch?
0: Man needs punch? <laughs> Man needs punch?
1: The- I need to punch Need to punch Frenchman. Need to punch big Frenchman, yes sir uh, which is a, which is a staple of all Marvel properties. Yes. Um you no know, yeah, I agree, I agree. Um I, we haven't gone to we're
0: we're dancing around the flag smashers, we'll get there, but I do like that the show does end with a Picard speech.
1: So so do I. So do, this <laughs> it's like the same with um with Vision arguing with vision at the end of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um it's nice that they have these kind of Big big speech moments, but it's yeah. but it's relevant to what just happened. They're not dumping it all at the end, like Star Trek Discovery season one, where they, <laughs> where they say something that's completely <laughs> at odds with everything that they've just discussed. <laughs> you know, like they, they dump it all at the end, despite the fact that nothing that just happened had anything to do with it. Where these big yeah. speeches that happen at the end of this show was intrinsically tied to the journey we all just went on.
0: And I I wish it was I, I wish it was tied to. A, a better handled antagonist. Let's talk about the flag smashers. Let's, talk about Let's do it. The
1: flag smashers. What are the flag smashers, Kale? You tell me and tell the audience because no one else has watched this show before. Okay.
0: Yes, there are. There are a group of. Uh, the show doesn't like calling them terrorists, but that's what they are. I'm sorry. They they blow up innocent people. They're terrorists. I'm, I'm not going to dance around they're it. They're
1: activists, scale. <laughs>
0: Uh huh. They are people who've lived through the blip and a a, a side element of the show that I really found interesting is that during the blip, the world kind of united together because half the population was missing and borders kind of stopped happening and all this which as a little side tangent I thought was a really interesting part of it because, I mean, not to sound horrible but it does kind of confirm Thanos' idea
1: Well yeah, uh-huh I kind of thought that that I thought that kind of we always knew that Thanos' idea, despite being horrible, everything he predicted would come to pass. Like the earth would be a paradise for the people that are that are gone. Like I kind of always thought that the MCU was coming at a position of no what he's saying is right, but you've got to ask, is that worth the price that you're paying? So I I wasn't surprised. But I actually, what is interesting that I thought you were going to say, because we never spoke about it, but you'd allude to thinking that me and you might have some big disagreements. I thought you were actually mm-hmm. going to come down from like an inhuman's point of view of saying that they're actually the good guys.
0: Well, okay. I am. Sort of. Right? <laughs> because, like, I mean, even the show does say in the end, Pig like Picard's speech, like, yeah, they're kind of right. So I think their whole idea of the world should unite, one world, one people, I think. Just that line, one world, one people, is. I, I think it's hard to say that that's not like kind of a good thing, you know. It's you know borders, you know, country division, all this. It's not not the best, but because of that, they still need them to be a villain, so they blow up innocent people, and it's like ugh. I think it, I think the story would have actually been more interesting if they didn't do that, if they didn't have that one scene where they blow up a car bomb.
1: Man need punch. No, Nathan, lady need punch. Lady need punch. (laughs) Multiple people need punch. um, So, yeah, the Flag Smashers, they're people who lived through Thanos' event, those five years, and they had a great swell time. And all these people came back and suddenly people were made homeless because they've come back and they need a home and they'll find people living in their houses. And that's really strange.
0: (laughs) There is things that I think they're trying to address within the flag Smashers. like I don't think you can ignore that visually they've got some similarities to like Antifa. Yeah. And it's like I I very much think that's deliberate. The whole the fact that it's wrapped up in this like sci-fi nonsense political idea of, of, of half the population coming back, I think, just makes everything such a mess of anything they're trying to say there.
1: Well, yeah, see so you- that's kind of why like I found them quite useless because I didn't quite know what they were wanted what they wanted to say because I felt like yes, I felt like okay, here's premises that you're floating out there and you're saying here's what they stand for, but I couldn't quite figure out if the people writing it were for or against them <laughs> like you could you could say it's as simple as oh, you can tell what side they come against us because clearly. The protagonists and Sam Wilson are trying to get them, mm-hmm. but they gave them so much time to be sympathetic to. And I was like, I, yes. I don't care. I don't care about Carly sitting outside of a refugee camp with her friend, saying, "You know, if we had grown up in another time, maybe I would have been taught to hate you because we're from different parts of the world." And I was like, I just, I just don't care. I just don't care. Sorry, Carly. Like, also, it's because I think she's. She's quite young as well. I'm like, why are these people listening to you? You're a misguided teenager. We're he- I
0: did look at her, actor is like 21. She's younger than us.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah, she was in solo Star Wars story. She was in this nest. But I, I was just kind of like, why are, why are these people listening to you? I, I really don't understand it. What have you done to be the Mr. Take charge? Is she like a polar opposite of Greta Thunberg?
0: I never even made that connection, but I think you're right. Like a... I think I think that might actually be what they were going for because in the comics it's Carl Morgenthau, right? And it's a guy and it's like a he's like a former baron or some
1: nonsense. Right. And his costume is terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest that I think I knew th- this was a gender swap, but I never knew anything about the character
0: the comics, as far as I can tell, Flag Smasher is a joke villain with a terrible name and it's just like, I hate all countries because Captain America stands for a country and I hate all countries. That's and
1: that's the entire idea behind that, that villain. Sounds about right. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I I just I could not get on board with every single word that came out of my mouth and Sam says as much, it's a misguided teenager. So, but before he said that, I was already there. I never needed him to tell me that. So I was kind of completely writing off everything she was saying already. I was like, "Ah, shut up, kid." I was, you know, that rock, <laughs> you know that, you know the clip, the clip of the rock, and he gets the microphone when he's wrestling. He's like, "Shut up, bitch!" <laughs> I'm not going to agree
0: with you there. I did actually. I found the the flag smashers, at least uh, at least Carly and the one other guy. Um, the one that, the one
1: that Johnny Walker brutally murdered.
0: No, not him, the, the long haired one. I
1: th- oh, the New yeah, Zealander yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I thought, I found, their,
1: I, I found them
0: sympathetic up until she blew up a car bomb and killed a bunch of people for no reason. I think, more than just the, the sympathetic scenes, I think that's the scene that complicates everything. I because think,
1: it's think. It's I think, had a world weary polar opposite to an Isaiah Bradley maybe have been in that position, possibly I would have agreed, but it was just some misguided teenager. I, th- I I was like, you, you know, you fucking, you've, you're a kid. I, I, what? And I know we're roughly the same age as her, but I'm also not leading a world terrorist organisation at this age. <laughs> well, that's the thing, if, right? See, if think... if they've done some, if they've done some maybe play with like an opposite to Isaiah Bradley that was, and they're kind of beaten down and they've seen the blip as this great reset chance to change the world as the way they've always seen it as or wanted it to be. And they've done things mm-hmm. in the old order that they didn't like, and they're like, this is a chance to repent for it. And they've got this, you know, this life of experience that they're trying to you inf- help to influence what they want the world to be. Maybe I would be like, oh, okay, this, I can see your personal motivations for it.
0: You know what, Nathan? You know what you sound like now, right now? You sound like a boomer who doesn't respect the kids. I don't, I,
1: yeah, I don't respect the kids, Kyle. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I fully grant that. Because. But I was because I
0: think I think what they've done or what they're trying to do, I don't necessarily think they succeeded. Is they're trying to do that opposite of Isaiah Bradley, where it's a young radical with big ambitions, right? I don't think they necessarily succeeded because again,
1: car bomb. But... <laughs> well, that because I I never understood her personal stakes. I was like, you're just you're you haven't lived really. That is one issue
0: is that they never really established like it's another thing where a flashback might have been really helpful if we could actually see some scenes in between the blip of this I really of this I humanity. really want to see
1: more of what that was like we saw some stuff in Avengers Endgame and really nothing like, I want to see the blip but I, I, the, you couldn't set a show really during the blip I don't think only really flashbacks because no. if you set a, if you set a show during the blip you got you know you you know you're topping out at five seasons <laughs>
0: I think if we had gotten a flashback of Carly meeting up with her with her friends and like we see all of these this humanity working together and we can if we could get a more clear understanding of what it is she wants, I think that would have helped the show immensely. I
1: agree. That would have helped the show immensely.
0: Because as it is, like she says these things, but and when we see that, like maybe the refugee camps aren't the best, but. They just—they never go in depth enough with it to make it understandable.
1: Yeah, I know that. I completely agree, and we haven't even really spoken about the fact they also took super soldier serum because, who cares? <laughs> yes,
0: yes. They, some random guy
1: in a in a storage locker invented the super serum. He Was able to successfully recreate it, even though Bruce Banner could. Super soldiers are now really and apparently destroyed the vials, but we're now yes. we've now opened that genie's bottle of. Super Soldiers are now a penny apiece. They can... Yes, and... Arguably, maybe that was tickled with in Civil War with old ones from the 80s that were in cryo, but I think that was successfully able to be made a one-off. But now that they've, yeah. now they've done this show, oh, we're going to see more Super Soldiers coming out with the woodworks, I'm telling you.
0: Possibly. Um, I actually don't know. The, see, the reason I laughed when they blew up that, uh, that armoured thing... Yeah. It's because that felt to me like the show saying, Nope, we're done with this plot line now. Fuck it, they're all dead. <laughs> no more Flag Smashers.
1: We're done. We're wrapping this up. Quick, done, we're done. Move on. Next story. I can see that. I could totally see why you would think that. But I think they've done it quite ineffectively as well. We're definitely not done with Flag Smashers anyway, I don't think. Because you know they planted that thing with the SWAT soldier. No, but then the SWAT soldier blew up. No, he didn't. The car was driving away. He wasn't in the truck.
0: Well, I mean all of
1: the, the main flag smashers yeah. are dead though, so Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, but I think necessarily the flag smasher institution isn't necessarily gone.
0: Nah, I think I think that was them saying we're done with this plot. I think I, we're l- not we're listen, not listen, seeing listen, any listen, more listen flag p- smashers. P- p-
1: p- I hope so. I think we're not done with them. I think we're we very well might be done with the super soldier flag smashers, but I don't think we might be done with flag smashers. And I have to think we're not done with Super Soldiers either but I don't think they'll necessarily be Flag Smasher Super Soldiers. I just think they'll be Super Soldiers in Gen. Whether they're superheroes or baddies or whoever. I
0: honestly like okay I'm I'm fine with them trying to say something. Like I prefer it. I like that this show tries to say something. I think all of the stuff that it does with race I think is handled really well. Yeah. It's just that they're trying to say something i'm going to i'm going to say they're trying to say something about left-wing extremism right that's got to be what they're going for here
1: possibly yes
0: and i mean it feels it feels especially prevalent given the last year we had all of the black lives matter protests and all of this stuff and all of this news about how, why can't they just calm down? Why are they out there on the streets? Why I mean, can't this, we have this a was a short conversation round about
1: this? that time. This remember, right. This was supposed to come out last year. Remember? I know.
0: I I, know, I realize that it might not be a direct reference, but it's a reference to that similar it's a idea, to the and it feels yes, and it feels especially prevalent given what happened last year. And I don't know. I just it doesn't feel good. I don't know. It doesn't what they're trying to say about like
1: anti-violence and i thought the show was quite well balanced politically Uh, maybe i don't i don't think i don't think think this was a hit piece against the right or the left politically i'm speaking because again you could have made johnny walker uh i'm calling johnny walker after the drink yeah they could have made a white supremacist really easily um but he's but he's still bad and they dealt with race really well so it's clearly not this isn't made by conservative Fox News people, you know. It isn't? No. And it's I don't. and if they're doing, if they are talking about politically left-wing extremism, you know, that's just. I would I would say that that is. I wouldn't even necessarily categorize it quite that far. But if if we if we, if we are going to do that, because I don't think I would completely disagree with you. I think that it, at the very least, this shows very well politically balanced. I think it's checked all the marks to not offend anyone particularly.
0: Well, that's that's kind of the issue, isn't it? I mean, I'm not. I'm not particularly I don't agree that that makes it that's a positive that you're not trying to offend anyone which by the way be did anyway like I uh, mean yeah
1: yeah they're, they're gonna be people that will completely ignore yeah. similar they'll, they'll completely ignore any comparisons that are made in one direction and just focus on the attack that's been wagered against the the side they are a part of especially if they're a racist which oh boy did they come out of the woodwork for this show <laughs> no I, I you know it's fun I can assume that they did. But I never yes, saw it. You don't have to. You don't have to check. Yes, I, but whereas usually I would have checked for some reason, now it didn't. I didn't even bother. I did not bother. Yeah, I, it's, it's, you made you made the correct decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, but you know what? I, there ain't no business like show business in Marvel, as we've said before. Likes to be a broad church for everyone, and I think it wonderfully is. And now we're seeing it to a new degree, where it can get quite political. But somehow still be accepting for most people.
0: Yeah, yes. I just I don't
1: I don't know if I'm I'm good with that. I prefer them to take a more harsh stance on something. I mean I think it did take some harsh stances. But I think it can also it can take harsh stances against extremisms on both sides, whether it be rioting and you know, activism run amok. Or indeed corruption within institutions such as police forces.
0: I mean, they didn't really get into that though. They had the one cop who was a bit racist. That's like... um, The whole... I mean, again, I think the show handled race stuff really well, but I also don't think... That's not like a hot take anymore. That's not really a brave stance that, like, racism is bad. I I think... I'm glad to see them actually address it in the show, and I think they handled it well, but it's not a brave stance.
1: I think it might not necessarily be a trailblazing stance anymore, but I think it's still a hot button issue, especially at the moment. I think
0: I'll agree. I think it's and I just want to say, like, in terms of that I think having a Black cat in America great stuff. I think it's cool that they went there. You know, it's one of the most iconic superheroes in the world. I think
1: that's... The MCU looks like it's blazing towards a very diverse cast in the next few years. If you look at the yes, current. But that's
0: cool. That's cool and good and I appreciate it.
1: But I th- I think it did more than just do one quick scene with racial profiling Sam Wilson. Like that's the contemporary thing. But I mean it dealt everything to do with Isaiah Bradley, was all sort of corrupt institutional stuff, you know?
0: Yes. And that's true.
1: But I I, th- I think the show over if I, if I stand back and look at it, yes, could it do more? Yes, it could become a trailblazing show. I don't think Marvel's in trailblazing business, but I do think it is now, for the first time ever, at least starting to get into hot-button issues, which it would have completely stayed away from a few years ago. And maybe in future they will become trailblazing issue topics, but I think right now, for a business, especially Disney, I think this is very forward-thinking of them to at least start turning up the temperature a little bit, even if they're not going to an 11 yet. I think them even going well, it's just, to it's, it's, it's In very the modern impressive.
0: climate, you can't not anymore. If you know what I mean, like we're at the point now where absence of saying something becomes saying something. So
1: I think for a certain kind of person, that's true. I'm not there personally. I don't really need to hear a business's stance on everything.
0: Well, no, I, I, I meant, I meant from a business perspective. For if you don't start saying something, it's bad for business, right? Obviously, they don't actually give a shit about
1: anything; they just <laughs> care about money. I know this. Um, no, no I, no, I didn't mean that either. I meant from a, I meant like if I don't hear a business say anything about a topic, I don't necessarily think that's them being political. I just think that's them just shutting up. But for it's, me, it's I... just, it's
0: it's a business decision, right? It's a no downsides thing to do. So
1: yeah. Well, well. You might get people Apart from ripping up your products and saying boycott. <laughs> complaining about the woke agenda. Yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. But like... There's always two sides to the coin. It depends how far you are on that coin if you want to see it. But no. So I, th- I think that Marvel are doing good things. They're not tilting the ship over. They're not swinging the Black Pearl from left to right and tipping it over mm-hmm. yet. But I think the fact that they're at least trying something that they wouldn't have done a few years ago is commendable. Now, people can say, I don't care, let's do it now. But that's the kind of radicalism that this show specifically says is bad. Yeah, um, it's... So like, I'm, I'm fine with it, to be honest with you. I'm fine with moving It's, it's
0: baby steps, you know, and that we're getting Shang-Chi this year, and...
1: Uh... You, know, you know you know, what I feel so bad about Shang-Chi? I think it's going to be quite a boring film, and... It's... <sighs>
0: that trailer? It just, it, it looks really dull, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it's, like... And they tried to say... Remember that new live-action Mulan film that came out? Like yeah, and, I do. You know that the animated one, Ryan in the Last Dragon, that just came out. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's quite good. Apparently, it's not doing great at the Chinese box office. Um, yeah. Which? Why, well, parents? They're they're investing a lot of effort into more Asian diversity, but it happens mm-hmm. to also be that it's just not like they're thinking doing that as as a placeholder for good content. <laughs> it's like, yeah, put, I mean, put your Asian uh, talent. Who are undoubtedly very talented. Put them in good stuff instead of making them their. Instead of making their presence be the good stuff.
0: I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily. I mean, I'm sure they're trying to make oh, these yeah, movies. No. Right? I but I have no that... doubt
1: that Shang-Chi will be perfectly subpar with other Marvel properties. So I just <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah,
0: it's just perfectly subpar
1: some <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: be it'll be a regular too. it'll
1: be a, it'll be a regular captain Marvel I think maybe a black <laughs> panther not probably a black panther maybe a captain I think it'll be captain Marvel which I just <sighs> which I just re-watched recently it's 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 factory settings Marvel content <laughs> you know yeah I think it's gonna be fine it'll come and go it'll do its thing uh, if it came out pre-Covid, it might even, like Captain Marvel, it might have even been a billion dollar film. But billion dollar films are becoming less and less impressive, especially coming from Marvel these days. Yeah. You know, it just is what it is. Yeah, well,
0: there we go. We got political right there at the end. We got
1: political right there at the end. But Captain, uh, Cap- yeah, I was going to say Captain Falcon. <gasps> Captain America and Winter Soldier, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Kyle, would you recommend it?
0: Yes, I think so. It's got some stuff which is messy and that but overall it's an entertaining show with good characters so
1: as would i yeah, it's... captain america falcon Winter soldier i don't know what to call it yet because I, I see when they done the new title thing at the end there where they changed mm-hmm. the title to captain America: american Winter soldier i was like what? i thought that was cute I, I thought it was cute but i wonder if for a couple of weeks they're actually going to completely rebrand the show that on disney plus it'll be gone.
0: I, if if they're doing
1: a season two i reckon they will
0: mm-hmm but I don't know if they're going to do a season two, if
1: they're just going to go straight into maybe. I don't think they're going to do a season two. I don't think any of these shows are bound for season two. I think the most season two we'll get will be like Armor Wars, dealing with Agent 13, Sharon Carter stuff.
0: I think I think some of them have potential for a season two. I know that people have been saying that Loki's going to get a season two. I've so. heard that
1: as well, but the thing, see when it's especially I think maybe because that's a cosmic story they can get out of Earthy. Yeah. But when, when it's Earthbound stuff, stuff's constantly happening in the MCU that you have to keep updating your season for and Mm -hmm. the way that you do not need to watch the shows to keep up to date with the films I think you very much might need to watch the films to keep up to date with the shows Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah I I know what you mean it's it's fun to think about all the random stuff that's on earth now like somewhere in Norway there's a village of Asgardians living on earth
1: That's the film in Scotland (laughs) it's great fun ugh
0: I'll see you for Owen Wilson.